Welcome to the show. Number one, here's what's happening. Uh, I'm just going to record exactly the amount of time I want to record today. And if it's not enough to do two two shows, then we're just going to put this in the Patreon. Fuck it. I just don't care at this point in time. I don't have a guest. We're going boneless. We got no one to call in. It's just me and you in the room. And I'll, I'll start off with this. My dog is officially senile. She now just like will piss and shit in the house without even blinking. Before her whole life, she will wait until three o'clock in the afternoon and hold it and then go outside to pee. Now, if I'm a second leg walking her, she just shits and pisses everywhere. Yeah, you. And, uh, you know, to say that I'm resentful of this fucking animal at this point, and I have to struggle to find grace. You know, and think about the good times I have with her because sometimes it's raining and you got to walk the dog and she smells like a goat no matter how many times you give her a bath. And she's got two bad eyes, one bad ear, still wants to hang out all the time and is likely just to shit and piss at the drop of a hat. I'm surprised she's not doing it right. And just does it with impunity. Shit in the, shit in the new office today. Spondo stepped in it. Pissed on, pissed everywhere, pissed in there twice. Shit in there twice. I mean, it was crazy. Uh, at some point, I'm just going to have to turn, change her over to a cat and get her a litter box. They make diapers. I can't. This, if it's diaper time, it's it's time. My friend's senile dog had a diaper for about it's over a I year. Can't. It was purple. Yeah, it's over. I can't do it. I can't do the diapers. I love her to death. Great dog. It's been 15 good years, but execution before diapers. I just feel like if I'm in diapers, kill me. Okay. You know, noted when it, when diaper time happens for me, it's it's time to pull the plug. Okay, and I feel like Omar, being the majestic beast that she is and was, would appreciate that kind of consideration towards her incontinence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. I don't think it's it's kind of not nice either way. What's not nice? Uh, executing a dog because they're well. Let's not listen. I wouldn't diaper. say executing. I'm saying well, I'm just putting it bluntly. That's just what you're just doing. take her take her for her one last nap. Well, anyway, Tutone, why are uh, why are these books on the table? Why are you so short on time today? What's going on? Um, well, let me just answer this text. <laughs> okay, what's going on is Tutone has a lot of business to take care of, as always. So he's got to take care of this text, but then he'll tell us why he's even more busy than normal. You can cut this out, right? <laughs> I'll turn this. Yeah, on. I can, but I'm entertaining the audience with. You're 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 what I call uh, you're doing. Um, I'm painting a picture. Um, you are um, color commentating. You're uh, vamping. Invaluable. You're vamping. It's called vamping. What's up? Yeah, listen, I'm moving. So what that means is, um, it's an end. The end of an era. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to record in this house until the end of the month. Then I'm oh, going to okay. find a new location, not in my house. Gotcha. Because we have to take the stress. This is this has been terrible. Just to say, just to let you know, yeah, having know. this in my living room and having you have to come here and set it up for you has been terrible and me having to live with it. Like the times when you're like, hey, uh, we're going to record tomorrow. I'm going to leave the cameras and then you don't come back for a week. Yeah. And so I'm just living well, with cameras and I'm like, I'm too lazy to break down the cameras. Okay. That's rare. Let's not paint a picture of that well, being but, the norm. But well, imagine, having, six or seven times. imagine having a carpenter come into your house once a week and just start working. Yeah, That's or imagine kind of imagine you're having sex with your girlfriend and some some tall apparition comes in and starts creating a, a film set in your living room. Well, that was also once. Once or well, many times actually. Okay, well, the time that you know about. But listen, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, we, listen, the powerful truth angels is a powerful, powerful truthful angelic show we all know that and the thing is i'm glad that you guys tune in every week we have a loyal fan base people are going to be sad to see the set change i know that it's going to hurt them it hurts me it's a sh- I, I fear i fear disruption now being a quote-unquote disruptor you see, I'm being, yeah, you see the glass onion movie. You see the, okay, I don't want to talk about the fucking glass onion. Well, you just made a possible reference to it. No, I'm making it a reference to like the corporate term of like disruptors or like the tech term. I'm yeah, a disruptor. In so, the movie, they make a reference to that. I'm sure well. they do. I don't want, listen, the fucking, the glass onion. I saw a clue. Okay. Look, I don't want to I only, I only need to see clue once. I don't need to see it again in a, in a futuristic house. 
Okay, I don't want to watch the fucking Glass Onion, and I don't want to watch the second one, which is like, what is it? The fucking the the shards of the the menagerie <laughs> shard. No, Knives Out is the first one. Knives glass Out and the glass. What the one. fuck is a glass? The Glass Onion is the house that they're in. Yeah, both uh, very entertaining movies. I don't. I just don't. I hate that kind of. I'm not a huge fan either. I'm not in the mood. I have to really be in the mood for that stuff, and I'm never in the mood for that. Like very kind of cheeky, stagey. There's 20 different. There's like eight different characters. They're all from different walks of life. Like they're all friends with this guy. It's fucking complete horseshit. Like I just. I don't want to. I can't suspend reality that much. You know I'm never saying? in the mood for it either. But when I sit down, I enjoy it. But anyway, not to derail you. What were we talking about? You're really disruption. You like disruption, but you don't like moving. A, you're so derailed. You're such a de. How do you know what I was talking about? You said glass onion and it threw me into a tangent. But uh, I was you're, talking I about being. I was talking about being a disruptor in sarcastically, and uh, you know Omar is disrupting the floor with piss constantly. Is that's her? Uh, you know her her. Um, that's her mark. She's making her mark in the, she's disrupting that, the, the industry of, of hardwood. Yeah. Free I'm speech. leaving. I'm leaving this place. It was, it's the end of a, it's the end of an era. And, you know, I know that again, uh, what I was saying is that I'm a creature of habit, even though I am a disruptor, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I like to look in, I like to know where I'm going to go. And like, I like to know that I'm going to go here. You and plan the graffiti that you're going to spray no, on. The, no, the don't, don't you're, you're derailing me. I'm not talking about Sorry. graffiti and graffiti writers do, Think about what they're going to do before they do it. They have missions. Sometimes you're just walking around crazy like a drunken fucking toddler tagging on everything. But sometimes you're like, got to get up at three. Yeah. Got to get to the yard. You got two guys. I have the extra long bolt cutters. I got a blanket to hang over the barbed wire. Like the whole nine, right? My sometimes, point exactly. Sometimes. This is not what I'm talking about. If you let me get to it, is this. Do we have an ad read? And B, are you going to give me the right ad read this time? We have an ad read, so we do have to release this episode. Is it for Rocket? Publicly. Rocket it's, Finance? It's for Rocket Money. What happened to the shroom The shroom gummies? That was the best. I love those gummies. They were with us for a while. I ate them. I ate them all. It, I wanted more. I wanted to just keep eating them. It's like it's like those apple, those apple cider gummies. Have you seen those? They're called Goalie. Yeah. It's basically like, they're like, yeah, this is it's just candy. And I buy it. And I'm like, this is a vitamin. I just eat the whole thing because it's delicious. Yeah. And- Anyways, change of scenery. We're going to relocate. I don't know where we're going to go yet. I truly don't know. We're going to go somewhere. New studio. We don't know where yet. It's not going to be in my new place. I'm not going to put it in uh, into my uh, into my my personal studio. I don't want it in my space anymore. But I do want to be able to leave it up somewhere so we can just walk in and start working. Make your life easier. Make my life easier. Uh, maybe we go into a, a studio now. Maybe we go legit and get into the full studio spaces. Drop the sign in there. Maybe I recreate this in a set. I don't know yet what we're doing. I got to think about it. Uh, shout out to Maddie, uh, the the partner of of this show originally. Uh, he's in town now. We're gonna try to drag him on. I know he's he's here for the Golden Globes. Oh, that's right. His show, The Bear, is uh, they I think they won Best Actor or something. But they he's did. out there. He's out there in his like ye old Opry tuxedo and his tiny doll shoes, just traipsing around, being Maddie. It's amazing. He t- he Facetimed the other morning, and and then just started like, and then just started texting. In the FaceTime, so you know someone's on FaceTime, and then the, and then they, and then they're texting, and you're watching them. And you're like, you're not even, I'm, and I just I have to go. I can't watch you text. Well, I have things to do in my morning. It's, yeah. de- it's demoralizing. It's like texting on a podcast. No, it's it's not because I'm not. I'm it's it's <laughs> texting on a podcast is different because you can edit a podcast. You can't edit real life, baby. You know what I'm saying? You're That's supposed true. to edit out me texting. You don't. You want, you're supposed to make me look good, and I do. Sometimes, but sometimes you just go. Broad let's leave, let's leave in all the warbly, wobbly bullshit and and and, and think that that's definitely and think that that's going to add an element of comedy and it doesn't. It's not funny. Definitely make me look good. Make me most of the time I do. Just like most of the time I don't walk in when you're having sex. Make me edit me so I am economical in my usage of words, so you can't hear me snort, and Stop. so you don't hear my my laborious breathing. Edit me. Help me. If we made this slicker, let's let's turn a let's turn a loose fifty into a tight thirty eight, <laughs> and make it like let's. I want this to feel like applesauce for your ears, yogurt for your mind. I want it to be like M and M's in your pocket, ice cold, pulled out of the freezer. Nobody knows you have the peanut M and M's that are were in the freezer in your pocket. Security. It's you reach in your pocket, you touch them. I hope I get a green one. You pop them in your mouth. I want to feel. I want people to feel like that, but orally dense. Jam packed with content. 
Listen, tight everyone, fit. we're going to be in a minutes. new location. I'm going to try to maintain as much of the uh, charisma and mystique as the old set. But to be honest, like, you know, YouTube is a motherfucker. Again, I never wanted to be on YouTube. I never wanted to be a YouTube guy. I mean, it's so it's so surreal sometimes to be honest, because I don't. I'm moving. I'm I'm turning shit over so much. Like I don't have time to focus on this podcast, right? Because mm-hmm. I have like other work. And every once in a while, I look at YouTube to check out numbers. And I'm like, I'm. When am I? Why am I on YouTube? Like it's just like it's something where I like I made it. I made a. I had a conversation with a guy and said, "Do you want to make a podcast?" The yeah, next day we were recording, and then soon after that we were we were we shooting. We've it just it. happened. I know we've heard, but I have to reiterate. And it's it's shocking sometimes because I don't... Sometimes you move through life, it's like the Talking Heads song. Where the fuck... What, how did I get here? I know I've said that before. Mm-hmm. I know I've heard that song. But it's still it's still staggering how much you are in, you're enabled to control the trajectory of your life and how enabled you are to stop time from moving forward. You know what I'm saying, Jason? Yeah. Now you're a YouTuber in one form or another. I, some In some ways, I am a YouTuber. In some ways... I'm not. You're a broadcaster. I'm a broad. Yeah, I'm a radio guy. I'm a big radio guy. I mean, look, I'm moving, guys. Moving to a new spot. And in the moving, in the move, uh, I'm a person who have, I wouldn't call myself a hoarder, but I got a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, Ella was telling me you have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of stuff. Was she making fun of me? I, I will. Well, you do, You had a lot of glass cases in that drawer behind you. She was a pointing of, out a lot of. Gla- oh, I, oh, I was yeah. saying, you know, you have some strong sentimental values, and then she said, "Well, I don't think these glass cases are too sentimental." See, Not like, to put I, words in her mouth. No, she's right, like and that. I'll get rid of some of them. But the thing is, like, I like to keep things that are, you know, like uh, the lenses that you wipe your glasses with. I keep them all, and you know what happens? Mm-hmm. I have eight of them. I can only find one of them because I lose them all the time. Like shit that I'm gonna lose. I keep extras because I don't want to fucking because I don't like to be wasteful. That's smart. No, not being wasteful might be my excuse for keeping things. I also keep scraps of paper because I tag on shit all day and I test markers. And mm-hmm. like, you know, Ella went through my markers with me. There's just bins and bins and bins and bins of markers. 400 of the like it's it's endless. And and I keep old scratch paper. I have I have this much paper. Mm-hmm. Of just loose scratch shit that I can just doodle on. And you know what? Anyone that that is a person that draws or designs or knows how to draw or fucking paints knows the value of scrap. Yeah. Of just, oh, boom, boom, boom. Okay, yeah, I'm going to doodle. And sometimes your best doodles come out, come out on scrap. Paper. I think that's all pretty valid. And you have the space, I'll add. Not, not everyone has not, the space not to, anymore. I don't to keep have, a lot of stuff. I'm not going to have the space anymore. We're moving into a, into a hut. Well, you did, and that's why you had a lot of stuff. I did, and now I don't. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm editing, okay? So I see that uh, there's a bunch of sketchbooks on the table. I don't know that I'm going to... I don't know that going through these sketchbooks is very interesting, but I will have you grab some stuff, if you would, if you okay. don't mind, and hand it to me. Because if I get up and hand it to myself, it's going to disrupt the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you? I'm really just lazy. Um, I don't know. Like, you know, over there, there's a, there's a, there's a, a paper box. You don't have to hand it to me, but in that box is uh, a, a screenplay and two novels printed out that I was proofreading. And I was going through my shit the other day, and I started reading. I was like, well, some of this stuff is interesting. I, I wrote that stuff 20 years ago. You wrote more. two novels? Yeah, I never tried to publish them. I wrote wow. two, no- and I read two novels and a screenplay and just little mini things. And I just, I wrote this kind of like these pulpy um, fiction memoirs of like a graffiti writer going to Venice. And, uh, and the funny thing about it is that they're now like period pieces because all the references are like, I'm talking about like orb disc players, like outdated technology that nobody knows about. Like That's I'm talking cool. about pagers, like all this weird shit, yeah. um, which is kind of interesting. And, and I might one day take that stuff and punch it up and, and it, send it to Hulu and be like, guys, Patreon. let's make this. Patreon. I'll give it to Maddie, the producer. No, I'm not going to put it on fucking Patreon. I'll give it to Maddie. I go, Maddie, make this show for me. Just do me a solid. And Maddie's got the power. He's got the keys now. He knows what he knows how to push buttons. He can, he can make. He can just. He can just with a stroke of his pen. Yeah, help her up. Help yeah, her up. We're gonna... Come on, look at her. She's begging you. I know. She, I know you hate her. I know she smells and she has crusty eyes, but she still wants to sit next to you in the hopes that uh, there might be food that comes off. That's of not true. I'll be very sad when she dies. She when knows. you execute her. I'm not going to. Ex- I won't. Ex- I won't. I'm, I'm being facetious. There was a day. I will not lie that there was a day when I had a long fucking day and it was storming crazily. And I came home and I was like, I still have to walk the dog before bed or else she'll yeah. shit and piss in the house. I had to walk her in the rain. And I just remember going like on the way back. I was like, because I don't have an umbrella. And I, on the way back, I just was like, I wonder if there's just a place for old dogs that someone can just hang out with her. Because I'm, I'm smoked on this. Like. 
having the way my schedule is packed up, having this dog, it was just an extra 40 minutes a day of, of like walking and, and, and all the other shit I got to do. It just adds this extra stress instead of calming me. It's more stressful because she smells like a fucking goat. She can't see shit. She's walking in a wall. She shits everywhere. She's cute though. She's a wonderful dog. Uh, money. It's something that is elusive and it falls through your fingers if you don't grab it tight enough. You don't hold on to it. It's like sand. It's like sand through the hourglass of time. And sometimes that that money is diverted as it falls and it falls away from you and it it leaves it leaves uh you know it starts it starts somewhere far away and you do a task and the payment for that task is some sort of digital exchange into your bank account. So it started somewhere across the continent and then it's sent over via electricity into your bank account and then it's in your bank. And that money sits there and you use it to pay for things like rent and subscriptions and food and uh, novelties and sketchbooks and uh, all kinds of sneakers and things like that. But really, let's talk about subscriptions because that's where they fuck you. That's where they get you. That's where they back you in a corner. And that's where they just fuck you like the guy in Deliverance got fucked by the by the hillbillies in the forest. That's what they do to you. They get you and they tie you. They, they strap you to a tree with a belt and they fuck you up the ass and they make you squeal like a pig. That's what That's what they do. And by they, I mean these companies who who uh, thrive off of your monthly subscriptions when you're subscribed to things that you aren't even using anymore. When you're subscribed to things that you aren't even using anymore. When you're subscribed to things that you aren't even using anymore. When you subscribe to things that you aren't even using anymore. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your money and say hello to Rocket Money, the better way to hack your finance in 2023. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Like the streaming service you bought to watch just one show on or the free trial that you never even used i do this shit all the time i say i get i'm on instagram i'm on i'm on um i'm on the shade room and i see some shit where these people are fighting on a network called zeus and i something in me something in me says you have to see this whole fight you got to see the whole season and I order and I and I go, I'm in for Zeus. I'm in for the Zeus network. I download it on my Apple TV. I'm watching Zeus channel. And you know what? I forget. And I stop watching it because it's terrible. It'll rot your brain. And Zeus is still fucking just sucking money out of my account. Much like these people are sucking each other off on the show. And they're sucking the money. <laughs> they're slurping. They're slurping, <laughs> slurping money out of my account like a hungry, like a hungry snapping turtle with its mouth on a popsicle. Just <laughs> Just taking big chunks out of my finances. And remember what they say, without no finance, there's no romance, no chance, or something like that. But anyways, uh, Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Click, simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Stop throwing your money away. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash PTA. That's rocketmoney.com slash PTA rocketmoney.com slash pta catch the rocket rocket don't joke and rocket don't smoke rocket bust a cap so listen i'm gonna be moving and in the move you're editing and i'm getting rid of stuff in the other room jason see all that shit in the kitchen Mm -hmm. that's that's just all gotta go i'm getting rid of a war rug i'm getting rid of a giant rug in the shape of panda bear probably gonna get rid of this credenza even though i love it seriously getting rid of that couch getting rid of that 50s diner table Half of my art, got to go. Photos. Um, I mean, there's so much shit. It just has to go. And it's time. It's been, I've been here for over 12 years, maybe longer. And it's time for me to, it's time to move on. And it's time for me to reinvent my living space. Yeah, is this part of the thing? Intent is not just to, are you trying to like cut down? Are you trying to do a Marie Kondo thing sort of indirectly? (laughs) I wouldn't call it Marie Kondo because everything I'm keeping doesn't give me joy. You know, I mean, it's just some things I just can't. Okay, I'll show you an example of something I can't get rid of. Years ago, actually maybe 15 years ago, I started to get postcards in the mail. And, um, you know, it was just like collages with no, it had my, it had my address in Venice and no return address. And it would just, it would just be these kind of funny little collages on cardboard, you know? 
Um, you want me to hold this to the camera, to camera A? That's correct. All right, that's camera A. So it'd be a funny little collage on cardboard, no address, there'd be a little message, never before such life like two-tone. So someone that knew me. And they never, I didn't know who it was. And I kept, and as soon as I started getting them, and they started coming pretty consistently. And they'd stop for a few months and they'd come again. And if you look at the postmark, sometimes they would come from Europe. Sometimes it, one came from Japan. Sometimes it was just California. And All these little interesting postcards. And these are handcrafted these are hand, collages. These are handmade collages. Gotcha. Okay? Not this just one is like this one literally has a Polaroid tape to it. Handmade collages. Look at this. Isn't that interesting? And I started getting these things like I got them for years. Wow. And then when I moved, they started coming here. And that's when I was like, holy shit, what's going on? And, for, and I and I asked my, you know, I asked a couple of my, I was like, and I would, sometimes I'd sit around and talk to people. I'm like, what do you think it is? And we try to figure out very a la, you know, very glass onion style. We tried to, we tried to use our investigative minds to figure out who the fuck was sending these postcards. Yeah. Process of elimination. This guy, this guy has a two-tone on his stomach. So this person obviously knows me. Um, would good friends really go at it this hard? This kind of homoerotic bunch of hot dudes on caterpillars. Tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek, literally. This is pretty cool. So he's got a mouth on his butt, and it says, uh, "Scenes believing, tastings proof." You know, really interesting. Wow. Got them for years. Got them so long that like, I just got used to getting them. And you never knew who it was. I never knew who it was. It's kind of like the if you watch the the girl with the dragon tattoo, he's getting the lilies, right? You know, from his from his uh, niece who he thinks is dead, but she's not. She's sending the lilies because she's alive for sure. So, anyways. Years I'm getting these things. Years. And one day uh, I'm in Highland Park and I'm going to my friend's art show. And I'm in there. And I go in the art show. And I go in. And, and sometimes I, I remember going into places sometimes. And if it was small and it was summertime, it would get hot. And I, 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 get, I would feel claustrophobic. I got to get the fuck out of here. And I'm looking at this wall. And I get out of there. And my friend's like, well, you should take, take a look in there. And I'm like, why, why? What do you want me to go in there for? I'm, I'm very difficult sometimes, as I've been told. And uh, finally I go back in. And I'm like, what does he? What does he want me to look at? I've seen this guy's work, and I look at this wall, and I'm just like, and I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, this is interesting. I'm like, it looks really familiar, and the whole wall is these postcards, versions mm-hmm. of these postcards, plastered on the wall. And it turned out that it was my friend Sage, Sage Vaughn. He's an artist. Sage Vaughn. Sage Vaughn took it upon himself for his amusement, probably more than mine, to send me these anonymous postcards. Over the course of like, I don't know, five years, something like that. And I still have them. And you know what? Like, this is one of those things that my girlfriend, being an unsentimental type of person, she would throw these in the trash. Wow. Would you throw these in the trash? Absolutely not. That's a the pretty effort, amazing. The effort someone took to coordinate to send it, like they would they yeah. would give them to a guy who would go to Japan and send them from Japan. Like, look at all the work that went into this. It's art, an art project. It's an art project. And, you know, it's very flattering, too. You know, like he, he, we were friends, but it was just, he was just enough outside of like my, my, this is one of the early ones I got actually. And this is what made me think it was my friend Brandon, because this seems very Brandon-esque, but it wasn't Brandon. It's a man in in Speedo standing in a forest. Listen, if you don't watch the YouTube, you don't get to know what this is. Don't describe to these animals. Watch the YouTube. You know, I'm leaving this on, fuck, this is not going to, you got to pay for this episode. (laughs) You've got to, we got to release it because of the ad. This guy's a giant cock and it's dripping. I thought this is, this is a very Brandon looking drawing too. I was like, this is definitely Brandon, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't Brandon and it was Sage and it was Sage Vaughn. Thank you, Sage, for that. If I've never thanked you formally, that was really great. It was awesome. Um, These must hold some value then if he is a galleried artist and all that uh, who knows yeah, i don't i don't know and I, I wouldn't know i mean who knows maybe i'm sitting on uh six million dollars i don't know yeah you take could it, you imagine this is some kind of thing someone would take in like 20 years to the antiques road show right they'd be like, they're like right. oh you have a sage vaughn postcard this is worth uh seventy eight thousand dollars just this one yeah right. and i'm like struggling to like figure out like how am i gonna how am i gonna figure out like how am i gonna buy you know a new car or figure out a house and then when this is like six houses right here. yeah you've just been sitting on a and you know what i still wouldn't fucking sell them sage because i love them so much and i love the effort and the work you put in. thank you anyway so there's that that's the spirit interesting right but here's the thing i can't ever throw this shit out no, i can never throw this away also i may add there they are paper literally paper thin yeah, but listen, my life is full of things like this. That's the problem. Your life is full all, of they all have everything's got sentimental value. Paper everything's thing, paper everything thing has a story. Up, yeah. You know? Like this this thing. Here's a perfect perfect example of how sick I am. I love the cover of this, this surf riot. Mm-hmm. This this is like a zine I picked up somewhere. 
And uh, I liked it so much that I was like, I don't even want to take it out of the cardboard. I don't. Even, I I've seen what's in it online. I'm like, I just leave. I'm just leaving it in the plastic. I don't know why. It's a cover. You like the cover. I like the cover, the cover but, but again, like I, I'm not even opening it. You should go. You should eat. You know, look on eBay. See how much this is worth. Will you take a look? Uh, sure. Surf Riot magazine. Yeah. What's the do a quick the date? Nick Nick Wapplington. So you know, my life uh, being a person who's a who's a creative person who designs. Who who likes to who likes to write? Um, who um, you know who who I, I you know who engages in? I, I I've made films. Um, I I I find value in all these little scraps, and it is a little sick. And I'm throwing a lot away, and I hate to part with a lot of it. You know how much is it? Is it's five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars for this bad boy. Yeah. And it's just enough for me to keep it and just to know it's worth 500 bucks. And if I ever get spun out and I'm on drugs, I'll sell this on eBay and smoke it. Um, I'll never do that. Um, here's an interesting one. Look at this. There's another item. Uh, this is my first sketchbook as a child. Wow. Yeah. Here's some, here's some, some conceptual art I did as a kid. Uh, there's a there's an interesting thing here where I where I have a uh, conceptual art you did as a kid. Yeah, I was. I was what was the concept? I was a very high. Con- I don't know. Candy. Hyper conceptual. <laughs> I was a very high concept kind of kid. It was a There's concept. A bunch of, a Transformers. Bunch of cl- it was conceptual. It was a bunch of clowns racing a- across the pages. Look. Oh, oh, across the pages Look. of the book. Yeah, across the pages of the book. Oh, that's a yeah. Very cinematic, if you will. It's a yeah. It's a storyboard. And my, and my dad did the word bubbles, and they're all saying, "Wait for me, wait for me, wait for me." Whatever. We're really navel gazing. Uh, I did. Yeah, also, here, into Jason grabbed a bunch of my old sketchbooks. I don't. I. I don't think this is good TV. If I just show you, I didn't grab. Well, I mostly just put them there because they were on the floor in the way of the table. And, I figured, and you put them on top yeah. of the table. Well, they tell a story. Yeah, I mean, these are ancient sketchbooks. These are. I have sketchbooks here from when I was 15 years old. This is my t- sketchbook when I was. Um, this is my sketchbook when I was uh, a tattooer's apprentice, and I was told to draw a whole book full of skulls. Man, I, I drew skulls. You've talked about that on the podcast. Before, I talk, yeah, so here's, here's just roses, roses and banners from literally '95. <laughs> like, I can't get rid of this stuff. It, you I know. mean, you shouldn't get rid of this. Also, you terrible know, the, drawings. This terrible. Pod, uh, look at this. Look at this. Podcast look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look how bad this shit is. It's so fucked up. It's kind of an investment in yourself. What are you? What are you mumbling now? Investing. I'm just saying that the uh, be having a podcast now actually adds a lot of value to this this work. This is listen. This is when biomech reigned supreme in the tattoo world. So everything I did had this weird like David Cronenberg crust on it. Biomech like biomechanical. Everyone was kind of doing their version of Geiger. I see, like a and cyber demon was, thing. Yeah, this is this is a great skull with an eight ball Dude, brain. I mean, that's cool. Get the fuck out of here! I, you know, it, it's terrible. Like it's terrible shit. But I can't throw it away. I want to look at it, and I, and I, and I do sometimes look through this stuff, and and I do look at joy. I, I, I there's joy in knowing how far I've come and how toy I was. You know, I do want to find a book. There's a book in here where I where I said to myself, I'm going to do a piece. I'm going to do a piece a day. This one's kind of half book, half journal. Um, I, I, I found, I got a book and I was like, I'm going to do a fucking piece a day and I'm going to fill up, I'm going to fill up every page of this book with fucking pieces. And I think I got like, I don't know. That looks 12, like that might be it. 12 days. No, that's not it. I got 12 days in and I think I it's just, I get, you know, the thing about sketchbooks is this. Um, they are, they're, they're, I've seen some fucking amazing sketchbooks from graffiti amazing and you know it's like full pages um this one's got a lot jesus this i was really prolific i mean this is like this is just like yeah show us i mean can you i can't hold it up it's falling apart can you is there any way to just hold it at a slight angle towards slight the angle yeah i mean it's ripping as i well, don't i mean this is like me you know just trying to trying to get it in you know just doing full fucking two-tone black book burners all day you know that one look at that i mean look at all this look at all this dedication i put into this stuff for the audio listeners that they're graffiti pieces they're graffiti pieces yeah and it's endless this is uh this is a yeah this is a book where i mean i just kept going you know every page i wanted to fill up with my own pieces different styles characters you know i was very much highly dedicated to to graffiti and i and um and uh, you know, and and then uh, I don't know. Life life comes at you fast, and had to make some uh, what they call pimp decisions, mm-hmm. and um, and then I ended up uh, 
being being an idiot. Um, and what else? You want to grab me those? Um, sorry, I didn't mean to snap at you, but you want to grab me those, that that Nike box over there? So I go through all my stuff and I look at things and I say, you know, the, here's the crazy thing is that I was going through my stuff with uh, my girlfriend and my buddy Matt and uh, and they came across my stash this is this is a hot a hot point in the household right now they came across my stash of cds and i have a box of cds like i don't know i mean i think it might be a thousand cds in there mm-hmm. and um and they were like and they found my dvds and they found my cds they found the dvd box and i was like the thing that happens is that people are helping you get rid of your stuff you enter this state of malleable you become malleable because you start to think maybe i am crazy for keeping all this shit and and they got the they got the dvds and they convinced me to give up the dvds they're like just just get rid of these i'm like why i can sell these to somebody it's every it's every movie known to man fucking kubrick whatever the fuck you can think of is in there and i pulled out like 20 that i want to keep and they're like we're taking them and i let them take the dvds they just took them away and they disappeared. They just disappeared the DVDs. And they kind of they they basically let me know that the DVDs are worthless, which I which I just kind of was like, you're probably right. Everything streams, it doesn't matter. But I always have this fantasy that I'm gonna end up in a cabin one day in the woods and there's not gonna be a Wi-Fi, and I'm gonna have all my DVDs and CDs, I'm just gonna be in there and I'm gonna be painting or writing by myself, and I'm gonna need them. Yeah. That's sickness. And they took the DVDs away. DVDs are not worth that much. Fact check. They're not worth anything. Um and but the but the CDs. But the CDs, on the other hand. I have, as you guys know from the Jay Worthy show, I had all the tapes. I had 400 tapes that we pulled out and looked at. Well, some of that overlaps in the CDs because I double bought stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I have all, and I have CDs for, I don't know, 15 years of CDs. And they were trying to take the CDs from me and take them to Amoeba. And they're like, we'll get you like eight bucks for these. No. And something in me broke. And I said, you're not taking them. And I was like, I can't. I called and I started calling people. And I, call, I started calling people. I go, I called Jay Worthy. I go, hey. I got these CDs. Like what? He goes, don't you dare sell those CDs. He goes, wait, wait till I come back. Wait till I come back. I'm out of the country. When I come back, we got to talk about it. I might have someone for him. And I talked to other people and they say, don't sell the CDs. Cause like those things are still worth something. They're making a comeback. People DJ with CDs. Like it's not something I can, I don't want to take the fucking box of CDs. I want to take, if I'm going to get rid of them, I want someone to own the whole collection. Yeah. I want them to take the good with the bad. I want the, I want them to have the fucking, you know, whatever the the slint cd and also i want them to have the the rbx cd you know what i mean like take it all right right okay um yeah it's a it's worth more in the context of the collection going back to antiques roadshow the collection itself is actually (laughs) has value in itself but do you think it's crazy to hold on to your cds no i've recently cds nuts i've recently gone to record stores and bought vintage cds not recently within the past five years or so mm-hmm. and you know they're like 25 bucks 30 bucks a, a piece. pop yeah for like an album that's well known if it's the first pressing really this like you know this is metal so it's a little more obscure oh, i yeah. guess yeah but you're, you're you're slightly you're lower but there's stuff and stuff in there like, am i gonna sure get money for the chronic i mean you know probably not but we could bust out the cd the cd box but maybe no time but um, like other stuff in there definitely holds value what else we have here? Oh, here's uh here's the Sadie Hawkins, born and raised. Um, Air Force One. I mean, it's got the date on the tongue. This is nice, clean, you know? Gets the job done. Am I gonna am I gonna wear these? Probably. I might I might bust these out and wear them. Or maybe I'll sit on them forever, like a jerk. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just I can't I, I this stuff has this stuff is important to me. You know what I mean? Like a, you know, I don't know. I think that's fair. You know, if I may weigh in. Please do. Like, I am I still have toys that I'm like, I haven't dropped. Partly because, again, like, there's space space in my uh, childhood bedroom or whatever. And my parents aren't, like, in a major rush to make, make it into an office. Yeah. Um, they can absolutely just throw stuff out if they want. But I, there's some stuff I'm in no rush to throw away. G.I. Joe's. Even, you know, Army Men. I was collecting a lot of Army Men as a kid. The yeah. simple plastic guys. 
I have a box of probably hundreds of those that I'm still holding on to. Just well, why did see? Is you, this is like forty year old virgin. Why don't you sell them and, and start open up a swap a, a store? Because well, those aren't worth that much, but they're worth a lot to me. And you know, if I have a kid eventually, like those were my favorite toys. So see, it's, it's so cool. Fun. To I don't up. have anything. From but you're that. All, it's always these contingency plans, and you're yeah, yeah. Again, that's I guess that's the difference. It's like what you're holding on to is stuff that you created, and also holds a I lot mean, more. You know how many value. sketches? I, you know how many drawings? I mean, I have I have still life drawings that I did from you know when i when i was uh when i was taking art classes uh I, you know it, it's endless all the it, and the thing about being someone that has a lot of things is to compound it like i yes i'm i'm a designer i draw i paint i fucking i i'm multidisciplinary creative person who likes the f- the way it, it feels when you draw yeah and there's a lot of shit and and i hold on to like the most like I, I hold on to the most inane little shreds of stuff because it brings me joy. It does. Fuck you, Marie Kondo. It does bring me joy. This little tiny. I, Ella found a box of my um, uh, business cards, which I like looking at business cards from the '90s. It's interesting to me. It's so it, it takes me back. I think about that whole time frame and how they designed it. Like it's, it's crazy. True. That's that is that's cool. But I think I think and a lot of it comes from. I feel like people who either a feel safe don't need a lot of shit around them. Like they feel more safe and secure in themselves maybe. So they don't need to have a lot of shit. They're free. They can wander around. Or B, they are desperate, cowardly animals and they don't have any sentimentality. And that's why they don't hold on to shit. Yeah. But I, I am I am a little it. extra sicker than most people. Yeah, maybe. But I think it takes a psychopath to just want to throw things away versus want to keep things that listen some people are not sentimental ella's parents they uh, they chuck away her her baby drawings yeah might but maybe that comes from a different sort of uh they're just not sentimental people yeah that's but, fine oh, they love their kids they love them to death but they're not sentimental people yeah i won't judge you won't judge there's no judgment here and that's the show thank you very much this is a micro <laughs> show 30 minutes um what else is going on jason um what do we we want to Let's see. I saw Avatar. I saw Avatar. What'd you think? Uh, you have to subscribe to Patreon for my review of Avatar. What are you saying? I did. I released a bonus review today because we didn't release a podcast. You did your own. I did my own review of Avatar. Wait, on camera? To, no, no, on mic. This is How audio is only it? exclusive. It's a, a whopping eight and a half minute. Expose. You guys, you guys, if you're on the Patreon. There's bonus content where Jason did a micro show of eight minutes. Now, let me ask you something. How did you feel speaking into the ether for eight minutes? How does that feel to you? Well, at first it could, it's a little slow, but then you hit a flow. Then you hit a flow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if you had a full day? It would be, let's just say theoretically, you got up at six, met with your personal trainer, worked on your glutes. Okay? Yeah. Then you went into jujitsu and just fucking smashed and got smashed, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, worked that out. Did an extra, did play King of the Hill, yeah. okay? Which is where you stay in every time you win. And then and then you did a few rolls. And then you come out and then you and you barrel home and you have your smoothie, right? And then you go into the office, you get in the office and you work hard. And yep. you're designing. You're working on Valentine's Day designs. You're talking to the crew. You're giving them, you're giving them advice. Um, you're, you're talking shit. Your dog is maybe shitting on the floor. Your dog okay. shit and pisses everywhere. And then after that whole day, you come home and you have to podcast in your own living room. Yeah. For me, it wouldn't be a problem because I would be laser focused on that podcast at the end of the day the whole time. You would be laser focused. in the game, collect your information mind? like a magnet throughout the day to like speak a about it in the podcast <laughs> like and then unload it. I do. I do think mic. about it. I do think about the podcast like during the week and I think about like what I'm going to do. What we're gonna talk about. I do. <laughs> yeah, I literally, yeah. Trust me. I do. I listen. No, no, no. I know you do. You, but you I, I do stuff. think that we are going to have to. We're going to have to enter a new era in this podcast. Yeah. We're at the point now where it's like we either put gas on it mm-hmm. and light it on fire or we just say fuck it. Yeah. We need segments. We need we need to get. We need and to we'll get start segments. right now. We have a very special caller for you. Okay. Um, he was the governor of California for, I believe, two terms. He's a professional film, uh, very famous film actor. Someone's calling in. Yeah. Okay. And I think we have him on the line right now. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to do... Someone's calling in? Okay. I, I'd like to hear you're going to click them over, or how does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Two-Tone. How are you? Uh, who is this? Yeah, this is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger who? Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger who? 
This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I didn't get the last part. It's a. I see what you're trying to do. You can't get me. I was in the state uh, legislature for eight years. You can't come at me with that kind of bullshit. Listen, listen. Yeah. Have we gotten this desperate, Jason? Listen. <laughs> you're pulling out your Arnold impression. <laughs> We're not even there yet. You want segments? No. This is this is the. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about what everyone really wants to talk about. Yeah. Uh, which is everybody wants to know. What's 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 the big guy eating? What's he up to? How's his diet? I'm Ooh. the big guy here. Yeah, you. What are you eating? No, 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 not as aren't. You're Jason again. Okay, again, let's go back. <laughs> Can't right. do that. What's the fattest thing you did this week? God damn it! Stop it! No more. Okay, it's hacky. I'm hacky enough. We don't need a double hack. Okay. okay. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate the uh, the effort. Um, That's the kind of things we're gonna have moving forward. Here's I'm we'll gonna tell you guys. out segments. This I've. I've sl- I'm I'm a very much a big time new year new you guy. I'm a fresh start. Did I talk about this last week? I'm a fresh start type of guy. Not really. I love a fresh start. I love a redo. I love a fucking boom. Like and 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 I will say in, in throughout my life I've had different levels of actually you know, I've had different levels of success in actually doing like hard reboots on my life mm-hmm. and i remember back in the day i would be like i'm gonna get sober on the first and it would end up being like the 26th you know like what the 26th when i'd finally like be like okay i think i'm i think i'm ready i think i'm ready i think i'm ready and that turns into april and then all of a sudden you're in 2008 mm-hmm. you know and you're like where did I, how did i end up here what is going on what is this new what what why am i listening to outcast what's happening is that 2008 i don't know listen I used to always do that with uh, this will be the year I get a girlfriend, but I started that when I was maybe eleven or whatever. So <laughs> this will be the year. I was this is setting myself gonna, up for disappointment. This quickly. is the year we're going to be popular, you guys. This is the year that PTA will be popular. <laughs> yeah, this is going to the year that the jocks start liking me. Yeah. Did you ever get the girlfriend? Yeah. And then what? And and the thing is, you finally get a girlfriend. And you realize that, like, oh, now, now I just have an annoying friend that I used to have sex with, who nags me about farting. It's horrible, right? Yeah, they're horrible. They're horrible. What a nightmare. What a nightmare. It's easier if 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 you are prone to like if you are attracted to men, right? I feel like life would be. That's what I, eventually it started becoming. Please, this year make me become gay. Please let me become gay. Because then the you can hang out. You hang out with the homies. Make me gay. You hang out with the homies. You do the you do the shit that like because you really just want to hang out with your homies. Like you hang out with your girlfriend. Like it's cool, but like you just want to hang out with your homies and talk shit. You yeah. Know? And <laughs> and the thing is like if if your homie is also the person that you're having sex with because eventually also like you can't fuck forever and it's just gonna be your friend. But why not be the guy that that can help you carry a couch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of a person. Who's, who's you have to dote on their weak. every need. They're loud and whiny. Loud and whiny. They're every need. They need you to get up. As soon as you sit down, you have to go get them an apple juice. And then when they come back, get them a napkin for the apple juice. And then get them a napkin because that napkin's not big enough. And then why don't you just not waste a napkin and get a dish towel? And then will you rub my feet? And then it's like, and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you need to go to bed. And it's like, I just want to watch slow horses and see if I can get into this thing. Yeah, know? and one fork is too big and one fork is too small. One also. fork's too big. You're using the salad fork on the lamb chops. Like, what the fuck's going on? It's horrible. It's horrible, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's one... This is how gay This is how gay men were invented. There's a, a, a couple guys in the Roman days were like, I hate my girlfriend. And they're like, I got an idea. Let's fuck each other. And they're like, fuck, why didn't we think of this? Then they... Well, it starts with wrestling. Yeah. And the wrestling... It starts with boys. Yeah, you're wrestling. And then also you're having sex. So I'm I'm close to it. I'm a wrestler. So I think I'm like... I think if I can like get myself to a point where uh, dicks make me hard, right? (laughs) Yes. Where that's... That's what makes me fucking horny. uh, Then then I can simplify the rest of my life and be like, okay, now I can... Now this guy, we can go get in fights. We can shoot. We can shoot guns. We can carry couches. Uh, we can start a tech company together and neither one of us is ever going to ask anyone to clean anything and we'll just live like fucking savages. Mm-hmm. Just fucking eat and throw, throw silver on the ground. I mean, the thing is about having a girlfriend is like, you do have to, like, I will say this, and I've said this before, a single man is one of the most disgusting creatures on the planet. Oh my God, of course. A single man who is, who is unbetrothed Un- unattached to anyone and lives alone and and 
is is a terrible, filthy beast. Ninety nine percent of them might as well be Omar. No, Omar is a wonderful. Pissing on the floor. No, shitting on the floor. A single man is a terrible, terrible, horribly ugly creature. A nasty, a nasty beast. Mm. There's terrible thoughts unchecked running through your head that go away the instant instantly as soon as you have a mate all those thoughts go away right uh but uh, you have oh. terrible thoughts you have terrible actions you can do whatever you want you can just <laughs> kind of you can wake up at three o'clock at night and go get pizza and like have sex with some random person in the parking lot if you want to mm-hmm. when you're single and it's terrible for you because then you wake up the next day and you're like what did i do uh, I can't sleep. And you know what? I'm just going to stay home again today and order another pizza. And only you, men do this. Only men do this. And you can't And you can't do this when you have someone that you live with, a mate. Because you can't be disgusting. Not really. Because you can't. The thing, the worst thing that happens you is. You can slide a little bit, but there's like a barrier. A little. You can have a little bit of a little But like, listen, you don't want to get to a point. Like I I watched some some uh, video on, on Instagram of like a woman watching her. So a woman's watching her husband do a rope swing into a lake and she's like "Ugh, this gives me the ick and i'm like the man is just swinging just rope swinging so she's so disgusted by this man at this point well it's a childlike action no it's not it's not the action it's that he's disgusted he's grossed her out and it's probably he's cutting his he's cutting his toenails in bed he's farting in his hand and and holding it into her her mouth Mm -hmm. he's dutch ovening her He's not doing the dishes. Like those are the things that eventually wear down and create dryness in the nether region of a woman. And uh, and then they get this thing called the ick. And I feel like once you get the ick, there's no turning back. Because I, if I have that feeling about the person I'm with, if I get if I'm disgusted by something they do, I think it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you just looked around. Are you, are you getting? Are you in, Are you getting the icks? Did your girl get the icks? No, I don't think I hate so. The, I hate the now term. Just, now I'm just thinking. So, the term is so fucking I mean, I'll dumb. be honest. I've never heard of this exact breakdown. It's gross. Of the it's, phenomenon. The term is gross. Just say. I always thought it was like you discussed in last week's episode where it's like on a first date, you know, not this like potential. Uh, what? What do you mean last week's This week potential ticking date? time bomb in a relationship. Well, you mentioned that uh, you asked this girl on New Year's like, hey, maybe you will kiss <laughs> Listen, later. I listened that I don't know why I would I wish that was paywall. I listened to it. I was like, why did I tell that story? It's so terrible. It's so like, <laughs> even hearing it, I'm so embarrassed that I told the story. Well, because it was so. Our worst moments will always be worse to us. Yeah, when you put them on fucking YouTube, it was the most cucked out thing. I want to oh, listen. We all have done wildly weird cucked out. You can't just be cool forever. Yeah, but you can't be cucked out if it's something you did when you were like 15 or whatever. I was not 15. I was in New York. I was like. At a New Year's Eve party on the summer, you were I younger. Was Fifteen, I was forty-two. No, it was, it was in my twenties. Yeah, Listen, you've got some distance. In my defense, in my defense, when you're in your twenties, you're you're literally um, as a man, as a twenty-something man. How old are you? Thirty. Okay, you just you just got over the barrier of retardation because in your twenties, from 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 literally uh, from it's, zero to twenty, you're fully retarded, and you only have an excuse. It's weird because I can, you're seventeen. I can physically almost feel myself having crossed that barrier too. You know, it's maybe sort of an abstract thing. Oh, when you look back, you're like, oh, but like in the last year, year, two years, year and a half, I've felt like I've crossed crossed some kind of developmental threshold. You know, that was like a specifically lined up to happen when I was thirty. When I hit thirty, literally the the minute I hit thirty, I started working hard. Okay. Up until then, I didn't work that hard. I was kind of fucking around. The minute I hit thirty, something happened. And I was like, "It's it's go time," and I just started fucking. And I've been going ever since. This is, it also just feels like that naturally happened. It's like I started getting more work naturally because yeah, I was but it doesn't necessarily happen. Some people like are fucking around and they're thirty five and they're like, "I don't know what I'm doing." Yeah, know? yeah, I guess it doesn't mean that like I haven't had pitfalls in between in the past. You know, in those in those years, it doesn't mean that things haven't happened or I haven't fucked up or I haven't hit the wall or I just haven't hit periods of inactivity but i have not been unemployed mm-hmm. in one way or another like i've been unemployed but i've always been working and hustling and trying to do something else and figuring out what's next and like sometimes sometimes it's not good sometimes you gotta stop and take stock of things and think about what you're doing because i am someone who is uh, uh in regards to work i'm like i'm just trying to trying to keep the fucking ball moving I'm trying to push the ball over the line all the time and it's not always good because sometimes you make decisions you shouldn't have made and you do things that you shouldn't have done and you don't have clarity you don't have perspective when you're just fucking grinding away you know what i'm saying yeah you mean you want want three-day work week motherfuckers let's go i agree with that three-day work week four-day weekend 
reflection thursday friday full reflection on the first couple days saturday sunday all sauna days i think optimize want to go swiss maybe four day work week with like no more than six hours of work each day i'm going to start this i want to start this conversation and i'm going to remind me to bring this up if there's anybody out there okay that has a plug and i, I never i've never done this before have i done this before no i've never reached out to our massive audience yeah you're looking for adderall no i don't need adderall <laughs> if anyone out there has adderall if anyone out there has uh, 5, 10, 15 meg Adderall, the kind that you can crush it. No, I don't want Adderall. Yeah. Please don't send me fucking Adderall. I don't need Adderall. If anyone out there has, uh, is connected to the, uh, the wellness industry and the part of the wellness industry that deals in saunas and cold plunges. Mm. If there's anyone out there that has connections that is like, is there something? I don't know. I want, how do I get, because I, I want to get something like that for the crib outdoors i want to get here's what i want to get we'll get a cold plunge i know which one i want it's called plunge i think they're ranged between four and seven racks mm-hmm. of course i want the pro with the extra cold and all that shit because i love that and i want to get like a four to six person sauna to put outside so i can keep keep this routine of elongating and retaining the youth that i had because i'm very youthful for my age i am actually 54 years old mm-hmm. and i look very young for that pretty good for that age yeah uh so if anyone out there is uh reach out to the to the to the uh pta dms which i never check reach out to my dms and if there's some sort of like i don't know i i'll 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 do a commercial uh if there's a discount if there's whatever the fuck it is if there's any connection someone can give me uh i would love and i again i don't do this very often but um my girlfriend says i should do this and i I listen to her yeah because she's obviously knows everything she doesn't know anything no it's um it's loud terrible loud yelling i mean she's talking the pitch that she talks in in my Maggie. bedroom is so loud you can hear through the whole neighborhood i'm like why are you yelling yeah, about, it's like the ring why race. are you yelling about my flashlight it's like, like a nazgul a nazgul yeah it's just full nazgul just all the time and i can hear it echoing i can hear it echoing down the street you know disgusting disgusting yeah she did uh i did ask her to help me go through my office today and she just sent she found i had this like low budget flashlight thing i bought once it was like in my it was oh, in my desk embarrassing <laughs> it was in my desk and like i was like in a long time ago i think i like i don't know i think i was like working and i'm like i'm gonna fuck this thing real quick <laughs> oh shit so there's a little baby growing in there yeah i'm sure there's some no I don't know. it's very sanitary but Ooh. she found it and she's like what's this and i'm like that's where i put my quarters and it's also also a hand warmer so that's that's what i said to her but it's actually some weird like again some internet thing that i bought 